Join our global community of travel lovers at zerototravel.com. Zero to Travel Audio Adventures presents Trekking Nepal, Episode 8, Food. In this episode, we are walking higher up in altitude, and we talk in-depth about food, what is good to eat, what's not, and most importantly, why. Okay, we're at the start of day five, walking, and we're with Samir, our amazing guide, and he's going to fill us in on what we have in store for today. Uh, today it's day five, so we're going to Namrug, which is, yeah, which is 2,500 meters, I think, yeah. Um, 2,500 okay. meters. We're, we're getting up. Yeah, <laughs> it's higher, higher up, and yeah. getting beautiful mm. views and nice mountain views. Yeah. So um, the trail is a little bit jig-jag, lots of uh, small up and down. So at the first part is flat, and then we walk down to the river, mm. and then cross the suspension bridge, mm. and then. About 10-15 minutes, it's deep up to the small village, and then there's a couple of houses there, and local people, they grow um, buckwheat, buckwheat. Uh, yeah, barley, corn, okay. potatoes, and pumpkins. Pumpkins? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then it's, we will, we'll see some uh, mountain views there from mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but we'll see uh, that's the clouds yeah and the sky <laughs> it's a little bit cloudy today yeah, yeah. cloudy so um about two two and a half later we will be in b <coughs> that's there's uh, normally we stop for lunch there mm-hmm. so i think it will be earlier for us so mm, yeah maybe we keep continuing to gap which is very nice and got uh, open valley. Um, there, that is very good uh, land for uh, crops. Yeah, yeah, and especially for potatoes. Mm. They grow lots of potatoes there, <coughs> and then uh, hopefully we will be there for lunch, even we're a bit late. Yeah, maybe around twelve, twelve Wait, thirty. Wait, we're late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, for the for the lunch. Oh, for the lunch. Yeah, yeah. for the lunch. Because we're stopping. <coughs> we went further than we were supposed to yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, after lunch, we will be in the walk in the jungle and cross a couple bridge, mm. and then walk a little bit up, and then we will be in the Namrung. Nice. Which is nice, uh, nice village. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, many houses all together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple lodges there. Mm-hmm. Um, quite nice. Mm. Good food there. Okay, good. <laughs> um, you said we might see monkeys today? Yeah, yeah, monkeys. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Maybe most of the trail we'll see. Yeah. If they're along the trail. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to today's walk. And mm-hmm. it sounds like we have a lot of different things to see, yeah, including yeah. the jungle. Yeah, jungle cool. and then money walls and yeah. Buddhist uh, prayer wheelers. 
Ah, okay. Uh, um, yeah, some stupa. Uh, Stupas. Yeah. Okay, so we'll yeah. see some Buddhist structures, I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Mani walls are made up of stones carved with the mantra Om Mani Padmi Hum. And you will see them near monasteries as you enter villages, sometimes at the summits of mountain passes. Each wall or collection of Mani stones is unique. The stones are stacked up in a haphazard but organized way. And they look like partial broken gravestones almost that have been smashed with different varying jagged edges it seems that they were handpicked off of the mountainside and then put into a Mani wall. They all have the writing and the inscriptions on them, and they vary in shape and size. Many of the Mani stones we encountered were flat, almost like an ancient writing tablet. We're pit stopping for lunch at the Budi Gandaki Hotel in Gop in the Gorka region here on the Manislu Trail. And we would normally spend the night here, I guess, but we're moving on to the next destination that's three to four hours down the road, which at home is usually a full day's hike for me. (laughs) And then I'm ready to go home and have a barbecue and maybe a nice IPA. But here, it's just the afternoon. And um, this is a beautiful place. I'm with Anna Dorta here. What are you sipping on? Um, some ginger, lemon, honey water, warm. It's very good. And yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a tea house trekking, right? And they're not kidding because you're getting tea everywhere and it's very good tea. Yeah, it is. It's great. So you want to talk? my shoes and <laughs> drink this warm tea. It's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful up here. And the higher up we go, the more... Tibetan prayer flags you see blowing in the wind, tattered and with, framed in with the mountains in the background, the Himalayas and the snow-capped peaks, the occasional cows and donkeys walking by with their bells ringing and people in traditional clothing. It's hard to describe the scene, but it's really magic. Yeah, and you see like the peaks with snow on and all the waterfalls around across the river many times now and for me it's like <laughs> seems scary as <laughs> always no it's actually better the last days have been better um, yeah it's like hillsides and mountains everywhere it's beautiful it is and but apparently it's snowing a lot so that sucks on, for us. On the pass, yeah. yeah. We don't know if we're going to make it over the pass, but we've seen many trekkers coming back down the other way, yeah. passing us because they couldn't make it over the pass. Yeah. This is a very cool place. It's got bamboo walls. Yeah. It's very nice. It smells very good. Kitchens. Our lunch they're making. You can hear everybody cooking in the kitchen, hanging out. Um, let's talk about food while we're here having lunch. We got a menu in front of us. All of the menus seem to be sanctioned by the Tourism Management Committee. Um, it's set prices. Yeah. So uh, they can't charge you $20 for a tea, but mm-hmm. they do, the prices go up as you go up. Yeah, in which altitude. is understandable. But this cup of lemon ginger honey tea is... It's like, uh, 
$2. Less than $2. Yeah. Still pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, well, Samir told us about Dollbot, and we, what we've been doing is ordering typically one Dollbot set and some one other thing. And yeah, either noodles or potatoes, yeah. which is very good, the fried potatoes mm -hmm. different vegetables. It's been awesome. Samir just sat down. We've got our amazing guide, Samir, here, as we're sitting here. Thank you, Samir. Um, yeah, well, I remember when we started the trek, when we started the, the trek and we were sitting in the office and getting to know you and you were getting to know us, um, you told us a lot of information. And since we were waiting for lunch, I thought we would uh, talk about food because the advice you gave us on what to eat on the trail and what not to eat has been very good. And Anna Dorta and I both feel you know, very good, very healthy. We have a lot of energy, and yeah. uh, we haven't been sick. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to just share a little bit of um, what you recommend for people coming trekking to Nepal? What they eat when they're on the trail, if they're tourists like us? <laughs> yeah, uh, in the in mountain, uh, for to whatever we get that's local uh, yeah. food they are very good because uh, they're fresh so whatever you eat like vegetables potatoes and then rice those are very good never get sick mm -hmm. and then food here which is they cannot grow here like uh, meat and, and some canned food that not not very uh, healthy mm -hmm. so the meat especially this is the Buddhist region mm -hmm. normally people don't kill any any animals so they have to bring from all the way from the uh, Arugad or mm -hmm. Kathmandu and then they keep for a long time yeah. and then it's too old, not fresh so and then because of that tourists get sick mm. and also sometimes from the cheese which is very old yeah uh, some canned food like tuna and some mushrooms which is not fresh <coughs> Because of those, those kind of food, sometimes get sick. Mm. Or it's depend on the uh, person. Yeah. For someone, it's really bad. For someone, nothing yeah. happened. It's not yeah. too bad. I don't. I don't think it's it's worth the the risk. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and so far we we have taken your advice and we follow it 100 <laughs> percent because. Um, yeah. Because we are used to ordering things with chicken a lot, I think, at home or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you see chickens around on the trail, and mm. you think maybe it's fresh. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, coming from the Buddhist backgrounds, it's um, it's not. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes the chicken, this is they, they have. Yeah. That's a local chicken. Mm -hmm. 
So it's very hard to find that chicken because they have a couple of chickens uh, there for that's for eggs. Mm, yeah. So yeah. and then they don't kill them yeah. often. So mm. it's the local chicken it takes this is a long time to grow up. Mm. It's need many sometimes one year six months to be a, hmm. a, a full, bigger, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then after six, seven months, they get the egg. Mm. <laughs> it's not like a chicken from uh, Kathmandu yeah. or other place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've been eating all vegetarian, mm-hmm. and yeah. probably the yeah. things we've been getting the most is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Fried noodles with eggs and the dalbot sets and the momos, yeah. which are <coughs> like dumplings. Dumplings, yeah. And with, they come with yeah. vegetables or potatoes. Potatoes, yeah. Um, and the fried potatoes with vegetables have been very good. Good, too. yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit of curry in mm-hmm. there, I think. Yeah. And then um, today we're going to try this. I don't know why we haven't had this yet, the potato curry. Uh-huh. And I think it's good. I eat meat at home, and uh, I think it's good to... It's a different, totally different diet for me, and I feel good. And um, we're hiking long ways, so... Yeah. Um, And cheese, you said, uh, is not fresh also. Yeah, because um, cheese, uh, they bring from Kathmandu. They keep for many... Sometimes can be three, four months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because that—that's something else. Also, I will get cheese on many things at home, and Anna Dorch and I, we we eat a lot of cheese. So, it's tempting for from where I'm from to say, hey, let's put some cheese on top. And uh, because uh, if we find fresh, yeah, that's very good. Because last time uh, I had a client from Canada. Adam, he got sick um. for two days, and then we we lost two days on the our schedule. Yeah, and that's then we a long time. Late <laughs> because he couldn't walk, yeah. and even it's throwing up mm. all day. All mm. day. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And then, yeah. Local food are very good because uh, it's good for health and also it's helping to the local people. Yeah. We, we they uh, the laws, honor of the laws. They buy uh, vegetables, cabbage, carrots, and uh, whatever they find here. Mm-hmm. They buy from the local people and then they use here to give to the. It's, it's all supporting yeah. the local yeah. village. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. That makes us feel good, for yeah. sure. Um, well, if you're lucky enough to have Samir as a guide, or if you have another guide, yeah. the, another cool thing is 
Like today, you stopped at a place where yeah. a man gave us really fresh apples yeah. that you yeah. got for us, and uh, these roasted soybeans mm-hmm. that yeah. were absolutely delicious. And you nice. know, if you have a good guide like Samir, <laughs> he will take you to these places on the way that you would never, yeah. you would just walk by. You would never know that this man has these delicious soybean. Um, you know, roasted soybean yeah. snacks. Very they good. were so good and gave us a lot of energy to get the yeah. next 45 minutes to, to where we're at, which is the Gap. Gap. Gap, yeah. So, mm-hmm. not the Gap, the clothing store. Gap. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a nicer, cooler Gap. In the villages we stayed at, there's usually more than one tea not house. everywhere. Not everywhere, though. Part of the culture is... They all serve food, and yeah. it's expected that you eat at the place you stay at. So outside of lunch, where you can, you're trekking and you stop to eat somewhere along the way, wherever you stay at night is where you eat. You don't really go out to other places. a no. restaurant. <laughs> you, would, you would just be going to somebody else's guest house or tea house and eating there, and that's not really... Yeah, I suppose you could, but it doesn't seem to be the thing to do. When we made the agreement with the guide and the, you know, with Samir and the company, we decided to just let them handle picking where we would stay. We could have chosen to to pick, but Samir has so much experience and he's been on this trek before. So we know that he'll want to stay at the ones that he likes that in his experience has good food Nice and people. Nice people and everything like that. So we just left it up to Samir to choose where to stay. We're just passing through a jungle area, which is a little bit unexpected and exciting. It's totally green. I just caught the tail end of some Reese's monkeys, literally, <laughs> the tail end. Saw their tail as they were scurrying down the tree, eating one of the local fruits that grow on the plants here. We're still a bit out from our final village stop of the day. The trails are rocky, but pretty good. and. There are a lot of steep drop-offs everywhere, so it's easy to get a little lazy and just kind of cruise along, and you could really, really hurt yourself. So good to watch every step and just be aware, especially as it gets later in the day, you get a little more tired. Start thinking about that doll bot you're going to have. This evening, maybe a little relaxing reading time and a nice cup of tea. And it's easy to start stumbling over your own two feet, particularly on your fifth day of walking. This trip has been absolutely incredible. To try to find an adjective that describes it is pretty tough. It's been hard. It's been fun, it's been exhilarating, and every day is a new adventure, really. It's another day on the trail, and you hike further and further in, get more and more remote, 
and the views of the Himalayas are astounding as I circle my head back looking back on the trail I see a huge peak just shrouded in clouds and you feel almost comfy cozy in the Himalayas they just swallow you up in a good way as you weave through the canyons in the ever-present river on my left-hand side as I walk up and down these trails, these footpaths that have been here for who knows how long, connecting these villages and the way they live and out here is rural, it's ancient, it's traditional, and you can see some Western influence, some Western dress, but there's still very traditional garb on the locals here, and so many smiles, so many friendly faces, people just going about their day, making wicker baskets, tending to the farm, taking care of their children, doing what they do here. As we reach higher altitudes in the Himalayas, climbing up and up towards Larke Pass, which it's snowing on today, as we mentioned earlier. We talked about it at lunch. Not sure if we're going to get over there, but you know what? Taking the Buddhist approach, just staying in the moment, enjoying every step on this beautiful walk and this absolutely amazing experience trekking in the Himalayas of Nepal. In Adorta, we are on our way to Namrung. It's tough at the end of the day for me. How are you feeling? Oh, okay, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're soon there. Half an hour, maybe less. I hope. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's steep. Yeah. <laughs> But I like the weather. It's not raining, so that's great. It's pretty, it's like chill in a good way here in the jungle. Yeah. So the temperature is perfect, I think. It's like perfect walking weather. Um, doesn't sound like they have the best news from higher up because it's been not only snowing in the past, but also in villages further down more than a thousand meters down so that's not the best news for us I guess for to make the pass but we're soon there for tonight and we'll have dinner and hopefully a nice room and yeah I feel feel pretty good yeah I always get pretty excited as we get closer to the village, at the end of a... Well, that was a pretty long day hiking. I mean, it's... What time is it now? Four o'clock. Four o'clock, and we started at around 8, 15. Yeah. Um, and I get a little excited to get to the village and... Take off the boots. <laughs> take off the boots. And take them on again, <laughs> because I have to do that since uh, I cut my javianas last night. You cut your flip-flops and thought you would fix them to work better, but they got worse. Yes. Oh, well. Maybe we can fix it with, like, warming up the rubber and glue them together again. Yeah. Seems like. But it doesn't really matter for tonight. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. I think uh, when we get into the village, into the rooms now, we, we have a little routine, I think. 
We take out the wet laundry and hang it up. Um, Put on some dry clothes. Choose our beds. Maybe share a little Snickers. <laughs> yeah. I would love that, actually. You want to share a little Snickers bar? Yeah. Snickers is quite popular here. <laughs> they even have Snickers egg rolls. Or what do they call them? No, Snickers spring rolls. Yeah. At the restaurants that are the tea that. houses. I want that. I want that. <laughs> it's a fried <laughs> Snickers bar. <laughs> uh, they also have apple fried, like fried apples. They are yeah. so good. It's fresh apples yeah. and fried. Let's have one of those tonight. Oh, delicious. I could put some ice cream on there if that existed. Ah, <laughs> uh, not up here. <laughs> <laughs> I would stay away from that. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from most of the diary. Like the milk is okay because it's fresh, but cheese and stuff is not very good. Well, we will get into the village here in just about a half hour or less, I reckon. Yeah. And it's starting to level out the trail. It's been uphill for uh, too long right now. <laughs> <laughs> the air is really fresh here because you don't have any cars or anything that can make that pollution yeah that's awesome I think and I love the sounds of the village when you get there it's you hear chickens you hear people talking oh, well, so nice. yeah, fires and, yeah, and um, the river that we have followed every day and will follow so we come up to Sando. Then yeah. there's the running water, the yeah. the communal bath where everybody washes and themselves and their and their clothes <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you have children running up and saying hello and namaste and laughing and, and asking and for balloons and pens. Chocolate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just sometimes just unexpected things and. Every village seems a little bit different, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we got a steep set of stairs heading up here, stone stairs. So. <laughs> Just climb these stairs and hopefully on the other side we'll be dropping down into the village soon. Namrung, here we come. Da 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 <laughs> As we get higher up into the mountains, there's more influence from Tibet. We are still in Nepal, but you can actually go for a day hike from the last village before the Larke Pass, Samdo, to the Tibetan border. Something great about this trek, the Manaslu Circuit, is that every day you pass villages where the culture is a bit different from the previous day which makes every day fascinating. In the 1950s, the People's Republic of China annexed Tibet and closed off the borders. But before then, an ancient salt trading route between Nepal and Tibet crossed through the upper gorges of the Budi Gandaki River here. Caravans of pack animals would bring rice up from the Tere region of Nepal and exchange it for salt from the dry lakes on the Tibetan plateau. Humans have always tended to build communities either around sources of salt or places where they can trade for it. Throughout history, the availability of salt has been pivotal to civilization. The word salary comes from the Latin word for salt because the Roman legions were sometimes paid in salt, which was quite literally worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. 
entering Namrung. As I pass under the gate with the prayer flags hanging from the top. It's absolutely epic Himalayan mountain scenery. And we're about a minute or two from the village where we're staying. I see smoke coming out of one of the little chimneys. Corrugated metal rooftops. Cover wooden lodges, hand-built. Beautifully, yet still... You can tell there aren't engineers here, but everything is coming out really nice. Stone wall where there's bench seating for people coming into the village, just hanging out in the communal areas. I can smell the fire now. And this looks like a little bit of a larger village. Namrung. Let's listen in as we pass through on the way to our tea house, wherever we're staying this evening. About to duck under some Tibetan prayer flags. And coming in. Wi-Fi service available here. That's crazy. Really? Oh, wow. That's cool. Is it? Yeah. 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 Steep stairs. I like it. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, we got a second floor with a mountain view. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> This is great. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> it's better than being next to the toilet like we were last night. Look at our mountain view. Wi Fi in this village? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I might have to break my digital sabbatical to check my fantasy football score. Anyway. We have to charge our ca- camera, that's the most important. Yeah, that's top priority. Oh. 
Oh, I'm taking the bag off and settling into the Namrung guest house. Oh, this is great. And we maybe we don't have to leave so early tomorrow. I know, because I think we only walked for four hours. So maybe we can have half an hour extra or something. Like <sighs> I mean, we act like we it's our trip. We can say... But let's go. Hi, oh, <laughs> Mingmar. Thank, thank you. Mingmar is bringing in our sleeping bags and our bag. He is one amazing porter. Yeah, he's the best. Me and Mingmar are the best. Taking out our bags, laying them on the beds, and I don't know about you, honey, but. I feel very, very happy that I'm here right now. Yeah, me too. And we have our each our corner for the first time. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, and there's no concrete in our room. It's all wood, no, wood. or stones, I should say. Oh, that's nice. Maybe for the third day, I will be able to actually dry my underwear your underwear has been your underwear was dry and then you made it wet again I think the entire Nepalese village have seen Anadorta's underwear oh thank you Mingmar thank you so much thank you yeah oh Mingmar must think it's funny that I'm tired. <laughs> He's been carrying all of our stuff. This is the day five synopsis. Anna Dort is dressed like a polar explorer. <laughs> <That's> so cool. <laughs> and <laughs> she wants me to get up with her in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, you will. You will. In her fleece Here. pants, which no. are quite interesting. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we walked from Deng to Namrung. It was a hard walk, lots of up and down. Just for her. <laughs> <It's more. laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. It was a little hard. It was a little exhausting. Yeah, we've been going up and down for like nine hours. Yeah. Uh, just for me, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we had, uh, what do we have for dinner, honey? What <laughs> Our usual. <laughs> Dal bot and momos. Oh, then we had hot custard and uh, apple fritters for dessert, which was very good. And we had three liters with lemon. Oh, yeah, we had nine liters of lemon, so Dorch is going to wake me up every 20 minutes to go pee with her. I think that tea is going to be good for you, though, honey. But no, I'm not getting up with you in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, you will. Trekking Nepal. Coming up in episode nine. 
today we'll have uh, many mountain views mm. like Ganesh Himal. So we're stopping pretty early because we have to start acclimating to the altitude, right? Yeah. We're seeing Manaslu for the Manaslu. first time. Yay! The monastery is perched high on a mountaintop. It's like you've seen in all the Hollywood movies where the man travels hundreds of miles to ask the guru what is the meaning of life. It was our first time trying Tibetan tea. Yeah. I said this is probably the best place that you could ever first try it. <laughs> this audio adventure series has been brought to you by ZeroToTravel.com. Ideas and advice to help make any of your travel dreams a reality. Join our global community of travel lovers at ZeroToTravel.com. Hey, it's Jason here. If you are enjoying this series, please stop by zerototravel.com slash trekking to join our global community of hikers and discover the ultimate resource on trekking worldwide. You'll also learn more about our upcoming authentic small group walking adventures. That's zerototravel.com slash trekking.